Welcome to another episode of Sideways, The Life of Wine. As you'd expect on a podcast where we discuss wine, movies, book publishing, all sorts of things, there will be some swearing, there will be some cussing, which means we're obviously having discussions which contain adult themes. Hi there. I'm Yui, and this is episode 5 of 5 Audio Commentaries, where Rex and I chat to you while you're watching the movie Sideways with the sound down. Rex will share interesting anecdotes, behind-the-scenes revelations, and other special insights into the movie based on his book. Make sure you've seen episodes 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then make sure you've got Sideways on cue via DVD, streaming, or video cassette. Enjoy! Welcome to bonus episode five of the audio commentary of um, Sideways. Now, this this um, this part five is actually the deleted scenes, and so what I've done is so to not so not to torment people who don't have the DVD. I've gone and checked, and the deleted scenes are available on YouTube. So if you type in "deleted scenes Sideways." And um, and bring up that uh, that video. You'll see that you need to go two minutes and twelve seconds in, and that's where we're going to start. So we're not deliberately ignoring the first two minutes and twelve seconds. They are Alexander Payne's notes, and they're a good read if you want to read them. And that's up to you. But but uh, Rex and I are going to commentate on um, from two thirty three. So please watch from two minutes and thirty three seconds on YouTube. Here goes. We're about to watch scene 44. So, Rex, Miles the, throws away the Bible. So the p- thing that people should understand, you know, I've, I've actually written and directed two feature films. Um, um, the truth of that, I didn't realize there were these notes here, but um, is that the original rough cut of this movie was three hours. And to get it down to two hours is really hard to do. And the way you do it is um, is you cut wholesale scenes. It, so you can go in internally cut, but you don't lose a lot of time. You lose time when you cut wholesale are. scenes. You know they're at the bar. And, There's a uh, yeah. and so uh, so this is the uh, chewing gum. We remember that scene. Uh, we remember driving through Solvang. So, so this is stuff that's in the movie. So that's right. Bilton, le- le- leading Bilton. up to it, whatever. Um, yeah. And there was they're there in the was, lobby. For people who live in the area, the cars were actually going in the wrong directions there, but nobody yeah, would know yeah. who doesn't live in the windmill. Area. Yeah. In, they've now into the room, into the room, and and this whole and thing. The curtains open, and in a very so, moody so, way. So this this would be. So this Miles is the is, this is the deleted scene, and he, you know, this this is again not. Um, picks this up is the not Holy this Bible. is not in, this is not in my book, and um, it, this is an Alexander Payne thing about. I think it's even a reference to another film of his, um, where he just you know Miles throws the Bible away, like I, I'm throwing out the rule book, I'm throwing out the value system, I'm throwing out yeah. the system of morals. I don't know what he's trying to say there. But, you know, when you're looking for things to cut, you know, that's a pretty easy yeah. cut, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look, um, I'm ashamed to say, Rex, that I did that in my younger years. I, uh, I would grab the Gideon's Bible and put it out in the corridor okay. and close the door yeah. on it. So, so, I, so that I, what, what was a thing yeah. for you? 
It's like yeah, stating yeah. your atheism. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, and and that's and and before I realised that actually, if you truly are an atheist and you truly believe all of that is hocus pocus, then the Bible's just another book. Well, I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm not, I'm not pro-Christian, but actually I'm not an atheist, you know, because, you know, sideways came to me as a gift from somewhere I can't explain. So I believe, I believe in the numinous. I believe in the supernatural. I just don't believe in, uh, in, uh, you know, formal religions. Yeah. So I think if you listen to the episode um, on why Rex writes, you'll hear more about that. Okay. Now what we're going to do is we're going to go to scene 50. Uh, that's the second one and um and for youtube um watchers i need you to go to four minutes and five at youtube here goes following scene and why it was cut will be self-explanatory just be patient with the black screen that's a part of it this was omitted quite early on so they had to get a lot of time out um Following this is a brief second unit establishing shot of Solvang that almost made the final cut while shooting one of the guys in the crew needed to enter frame in order to help a guy in a wheelchair. That crew person is Tracy Boyd, who also appears briefly in About Schmidt as a low tow truck driver. A tow truck driver, yep. A graduate of Humboldt State's graduate film program, Tracy is a crucial member of my crew whose job title is Factotum, he who does all. Kevin and I enjoyed the offbeat nature of the shot, but it bit the dust in the interest of momentum and time. So again, they're trying to lose stuff in terms of whatever. However, because this film was shot in 2003, you know, more than likely, you know, somebody who is one-legged, who's disabled, um, you know, maybe maybe it was a it was a, a prescient moment that they cut it, you know. Um, And again, I, I want to I want to say about the first scene, the Bible cutting was not in my book. This scene also is a made up scene. Um, it is not in my book at all. Um, so what's happened here? They're talking to each other in the darkness, right? Yeah. yeah. So Alexander asked me about this. He said, "What do you think about the two of them just talking in total darkness, as if that's how night really is?" And I said, "Well, that isn't really how the eye sees it," and uh, and he shot it anyway. And, um, I mean, I don't think there's any film here, but, um, and they, he ended up cutting it because it's, um, (laughs) you know, and, and there's just, there's something kind of uh, unsettling about this moment, you know, and 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 so there was film. So there you see the door opening and they shot it and, and made it try to look totally black, but, um, I think it disorients the viewer and because um, we're not used to total black. Black night is usually seen with blue gels and, and blue light, and that's how movies have always represented night. We don't represent it as total blackness. In fact, our eyes never really ever see total blackness except in maybe, I don't know, some extreme parts of the world or something, you know. But, yeah. Um, I mean, it was a nice idea, but um, it, when you get in the editing room, you see stuff that doesn't work. And that was one thing that didn't, you know, they, they cut. Yeah. And so so they cut, cut into Monday. Yeah. We're in Solvang. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, so, okay, so that's a one-legged yeah okay so that's you know that's that's a nothing moment you know five second Mm. moment they were probably smart to cut it and okay that was uh scene 50 
and what we're going to do is we're going to go straight into scene 96 which is miles hits a dog and that's uh scene uh for youtubers that's now seven minutes 14 seconds in so here's a scene and alexander will hate me for saying this but you know he read a script of mine called repairman and in repairman the main character who's a repairman hits a dog and he takes it and you um uh and, and, he, and he gets it fixed. He actually has wheels put on its back legs because it's paralyzed, and it's a part of my script. And Alexander liked the screenplay. Uh, I, I don't know maybe if he lifted it from that or whatever. This is not in my book at all, that Miles yeah. hits a dog. This is not in the book. In fact, when I got the screenplay, I said to him, um, this will be the first scene you, your editor will cut. And it wasn't the first scene, but in terms of losing time, in the interest of losing time, this this is going to almost for sure go and i don't know i don't yeah. you know if this is that day this is that day where miles is just has to make up right and, and his the point own is, entertainment yeah you know he, he's lonely we get it we get it that jack is having you know an incredible volcanic yep, affair golf he's golfing yeah. by himself you know life is lonely life is pathetic do we need to do we need to punctuate or underscore it anymore by him hitting a dog and then going looking for the dog and then, um, you know, and then not being able to find it, but then the next day we see the dead dog. I don't know. It's, I, I think that this is a, a kind of a, you know, this is kind of a nasty little moment. And, and it, it, this was, like I said, it was probably one of the first scenes as editor cut. I told him that. And um, yep. it's just, I don't know. There's just something um, kind of ugly about the moment. I, you know, of course, you know, I love animals, and I don't, I don't want to see Miles, who's my alter ego. Um, you know, he and he and the, the idea that he goes looking for it maybe shows a little bit of humanity, I suppose. But um, that the fact that he can't find it, it's like I get it that his his life is really pathetic, and mm. um, that he's actually hit a dog and he's he's looking for it, but. Um, yeah, I mean, when when you're in the editing room and you're you're faced with a three-hour movie and you have to cut it, it's scenes like this that don't move the narrative forward, Yui, and yeah. and and they just go really quickly. And and you know what? Yeah. When you take them out, you never miss them and you never regret them. Mm. They're gone as soon as you take it out. Because remember, remember the audience doesn't know what you cut. Yeah, that's right. They don't know what you're missing. Now maybe if they get a director's cut or whatever. But there'll never be a director's cut of Sideways, and he would never put this scene in. I mean, it's just, um, it was, you know, it, you know. but you try things in a screenplay, stuff that sounds good when you're sitting in an office and you're writing words, uh, mm. and then when you actually go and shoot it um, is, um, you know. And actually, to tell you the truth, there's, a, there's another cut scene here that we talked about that we've already gone past now, which was the scene in the restaurant where uh, Miles is on the phone to his ex-wife and he's completely drunk and he comes back and they actually go okay. to, um, they, in the novel, Miles describes the moment in first person as like being, you know, Sharon on the river sticks. And, and Alexander actually, he, he visualized that as Miles in a Viking longboat with other people dressed up like Vikings, and they shot it on a lake at night. That was also one of the first scenes. I mean, oh yeah. I, yeah, I don't know why right, he didn't yeah. put it in in here because it's actually kind of funny to see. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, see it, and obviously it just, it, yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous and whatever. But okay. You try, but you try things, you know. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Well, we're at scene 117, um, and that's earlier version of the couple's afternoon together, which is um, at on YouTube about 10, 19, 10 minutes, 19 seconds in. But So here's a case, and they're telling you, right, not, nothing earth-shattering here, but we include this longer montage for viewers who may wish to see you know, how a scene unfolds. And, and again, now the film is coming down from three hours to two and a half hours, but you have a, a mandate of two hours. And, mm. um, and so you just start looking, where can we cut? We've cut wholesale scenes and everything, you know, Miles hitting the dog and other stuff. And so you start looking at scenes that maybe you feel play a little long or which could be abbreviated. And this, this is one. You know, oh, this are, is them walking towards the winery. Yeah, yeah so they, they basically they just took this scene, almost like if somebody, you'd written a short story and the editor said, we love it, but we want you to cut it by 25%. Yep. You know, <laughs> and, and so Make you Make it do, a shorter story. You, you, yeah, yeah, just go in and, and, and find out how to do it. And then, of course, that's where there's big struggles. But here... Here, I mean, this is, yeah, these are all beautiful Yeah, it's not moments. necessary. It's not necessary. I don't think it well, takes away it, it, from but the that, movie. But that isn't no, the point, Huey. The point is they need to get this film to two hours. And you you start now even cutting, like, I'm sure the director of photography loves this moment with the sunlight in the background and whatever. Mm. But, you know, there's also many tertiary characters who end up on the cutting room floor. Mm. And we've all heard stories yeah. about that. It's because there was a time mandate. And, and the time mandate was get this down to two hours or else we're going to yep. take the film over for you and cut it for you. And that's been done too, but we don't need to. So all of this is just, um, yep. it, you know. It, no, it's, it's all cool. It's expendable. This, these yep. are all expendable yep. stuff. Hey, tell me, Rex, if um, if we're up to, if, if the first cut of the movie was three hours long, um, if you throw in some of the extra scenes in the book, this could have easily been a, a six or eight episode treatment, couldn't it? The whole, if you wanted to do the, if you wanted to, I'm not saying he hasn't done it justice, but if you wanted to do the the book justice on another level, you could have turned this into an well, eight it's in, episode. It's, it's, it's you? interesting you say that because it would be what you're, you're talking about a limited series. So let's say you did a six episode, 45 minute you know, uh, limited series. Now you've got a four-hour movie, but you've broken it up into six 45-minute pieces. There's a, there's plenty enough material, and it's been done. Mildred Pierce was a film that starred Joan Crawford in 1960, mm -hmm. and it was a two-hour movie. And then Todd Haynes did it with uh, the brilliant Kate Winslet as a, um, a seven-episode miniseries for HBO. And by the way, The English Patient, which is one of my favorite films, is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. They're supposedly doing the limited series of that. They're actually stretch, right. stretching it out. So this is, you know, you're absolutely right. They could take yeah. this book and make a four-hour movie out of it. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be against somebody doing it and doing it with new actors uh, of uh, in contemporary times. I don't see what's... Why couldn't that movie, which now with mobile phones, had mobile phones, why couldn't that movie happen now? You know, why well, couldn't they, you grab some you contemporary get into whether you would, you would update it. Actually, Mildred per Pierce, when they, when they did the limited series, they went very faithfully to the novel um, because yep. most adaptations of novels, they have no choice but to lose scenes because otherwise yep. they would have, you know, longer movies. But uh, Okay, all right. Let's go. Uh, let's, go let's have a look at Too, sh uh, too Sporty. Um, yeah, these are, again, these are throwaway scenes with, um, you know, again, you can see he's saying it with the inclusion of these scenes, but again, time and momentum prevailed. 
Um, note the fine performance by the young sales associate. So this is, Zach is a tertiary character, meaning he has one scene. He doesn't move the plot forward or anything. This is when you, when you go to um, cutting scenes out, you because you have to lose time. Um, it, you look at these these scenes with tertiary characters. Sure, Miles and Jack are in the scene, but Zach, I'm sorry, he he's he's cutting room floor material. And by the way, this is not in the book. And this is also a scene that I wrote in the margin of the screenplay. This is going to be one of the first scenes your editor cuts. It is a completely throwaway oh, moment. This is, it yeah, doesn't, he comes back and he's and, in the fetal position. Even, and even though he says, hmm. even though he's Alexander says there that he. Um, you know that he he thinks that it would have helped the film flow a little better and i understand what he's saying it, it would give him a little bit of breathing room between the spit bucket scene here you know yeah but um you know and again it's just kind of um it, there's just something kind of pathetic that his friend jack has to buy miles tennis shoes i mean he can't even yeah. afford a new pair of tennis shoes yeah you know You know, we call this in an, in an editing room. We call it a nothing moment, and this is another nothing moment. And um, <laughs> it does establish a little bit of his yeah, um, yeah, he, he of his the, generosity, I suppose. Yeah, He's got a bit of money. He's splashing it around a bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. Didn't need to be in there. Okay. Um, we're coming up now to the Paraguayan Vulture. Now, I've seen these deleted scenes, but I can't say I remember this scene. So here goes. Yeah, scene 143. Yeah. Scene 143 on the DVD, but also uh, 14 minutes and 5 seconds in on YouTube. This is the payoff. Oh, okay. So the dog, you know, it's just the payoff on that dog scene, whatever. Again, this was one of the first scenes that I said to Alexander, this would be one of the first scenes your editor cuts. So, you know, um, very short though. We're flying through this. Yeah. Scene. It, yeah. yeah it's, um, again, just another, the bulk of the scene so far has been on the text on the screen. Yeah. So um, if you're going to, so if you're going to lose the first scene where he hits the dog and goes looking for it, of course you're going to lose the scene where the dog is dead by the side of the road and a vulture lands on it. I mean, it's right. So I know where this is. This is okay. Yeah. And um, and it pans across. They're talking near the beach, near the ocean. Yeah, and I think that that, uh, that pan that pan was cut, also. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's a nice pan and whatever, and so. And, then what, and what happens here? Oh yeah, that, no! There's yeah. that dead dog. Yeah, and it's it's, it's there's that's something. just ridiculous. Oh, and, and the then, oh, and honestly, just, I remember it now. I know why I've forgotten it. <laughs> and there's just something nasty about it, and yeah, I, 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 mm. trust me, Alexander's yeah. very happy he cut that scene, you know. Yep, yep. And then we have the start of the storm. Okay, um, so we're coming up now to the final, um, final scene, and now, now I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Rex. I don't know what the hell Vicodin is or Vicodin. What's it, Vicodin Miles? Vicodin is a painkiller and it's oh, an right. opioid. And this was before the whole opioid crisis and Thing everything. To, and yeah, by the I way, suppose. Vicodin is not in the book. <laughs> it, it's only he's handing him a glass of wine in the book. So, um, yep. you know, uh, I think. Okay, 
here we go scene 147 for the youtubers we're 15 minutes 35 seconds in to that uh, episode uh, on youtube called which you'll find um if you type in deleted scene sideways in fact the title of the um youtube is sideways in brackets 2004 deleted scenes paul giamatti movie here goes scene 147 Looked good in the script, but was dead on arrival in the cutting room. Utterly unnecessary, utterly unexciting. Yep. And, and I, I couldn't agree more. Okay, and it's very short. Oh no, this is a bit longer. We've taken a while to get to this point. So they're walking out the uh, hospital. We know this from the movie. Okay, we've got a tuba. So he's... Right. Yeah. Yep. So he went, he's gone and... Yep. Right, and he's... He's... Okay, there's the painkillers episode. Yep, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, the, obviously, Alexander's right. Absolutely unnecessary and... Mm. I'm not even sure they would let. And the fact yeah. that he's chasing it with wine. Yeah, chasing wine. Like, yeah, that's now. Yeah. Now there's kind of like they're drug addicts. I don't know. It's um, yeah. I'm glad. And we're out, right, we're and then we're here. back, and then we're, and we're out of there, and we're back into the movie, and there was no need for that scene at all. I agree. I and couldn't I want agree you to more. know that every one of those uh, deleted scenes was not in my novel. Yeah. <laughs> they were okay. all made up by the screenwriters. Cool. All right. Well, that was great. Um, thank you, Rex. Um, deleted scenes that wraps it up that's five episodes audio commentary on the movie and the deleted scenes and uh, thank you so much rex thank you yui all right talk soon this podcast is a 158 production
This podcast is a 158 production.